Welcome to The Action Shelf, the podcast celebrates the glory of B-Action movies. I'm John Campbell. I'm Michael Lisman. Oh, Lisman, our July Cage match rolls along here a whole month. We're on our third Nicolas Cage movie. How, how are you holding up? You know, I'm just, uh, despite all my rage, I am still just a rat in a Nicolas Cage. Yeah, very nice, very nice. I like it. Uh, and uh, we're continuing to pull guests into this, uh, <laughs> and uh, we have returning to the show. I can't believe anyone comes back on the show, but she seemed very happy to be coming back. Uh, we have once again with us uh, Clara Navai. Hello, everyone. Oh, Clara, welcome back. Me. Yeah, welcome back to the show. I, I do think you might have the biggest jump in tone and style of any movie. <laughs> Because that's so true. Previously, yeah. you were on the show for the Burt Reynolds Liza Minnelli vehicle Rent a Cop, which is a—I mean, it was a basically weird, a musical, ba- yeah. almost a musical. Yeah, if you told me there was cut, a dance routine, yeah. If they—if you and told me they named dancer. Oh my God! Yes, of course. If you told me they had cut song numbers out of that, I would say like, yeah, that adds up. I believe yeah. there was a musical cut. Absolutely. It to now the 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 boy the the great title that is Kill Chain, yeah, it's quite a jump. It is it, it is, is quite a not jump. prepared. No, who could? Be? Nobody's ready for a Kill Chain. Uh, now, is this your favorite type of movie, Clara? Is this like? Oh, I you... love it. Yeah, yeah. This, this is just when, what when I you... watch in the bubble bath. You know, you were you were already watching it when we asked you to be in it. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, oh this yes. thing. I'm already halfway through. I yeah. guess exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I'd one. seen it loads of times. I was at yeah. the premiere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had to see this thing first. My favorite. Uh, I I was gonna ask. I was I, one of the only people that saw it. Yes, based <laughs> on the box office we see, you're one of the six people that paid to see this yeah. thing. Um. I was going to ask about, not, I, I, I figure this might not be, I don't want to judge, I mean, prejudge anyone. Maybe you do love bloody noir crime movies. I don't know. Uh, but um, uh, I was going to ask, what, what do, do you have a Nicolas Cage fandom? Are you a Nicolas Cage fan? I can't say that I am. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, I think the only other Nicolas Cage movie I've ever seen is National Treasure. National Treasure, yes. Classic. Yes, I yes. think yeah. it's the... Yeah. Only one I've seen. So this was um, definitely different from that. Definitely and, different um... than than his <laughs> Disney franchise. Yes, uh, quite a bit exactly. different. Yeah. Uh, no, he's protecting. Well, I was gonna say he's protecting no treasure, but that's not entirely true. Uh, there is a oh, whole yeah, diamond thing in the movie, di- uh, but he is yeah, not yeah, trying yeah. to steal the Declaration of Independence in this movie. So, uh, unfortunately, we... <laughs> maybe the sequel. Yeah, <laughs> Kill Chain Two. Um, yeah, well, it made so much money. How can they not be working on a Kill Chain Two? 
we were just talking before we started recording here to let the audience in on this that uh, this movie made a, a worldwide gross of $12,787. We don't have how many screens it played on, but that is objectively not good. Um, <laughs> I will yeah, say, we'll, I mean, we'll take a guess as to what the budget is, but I will say it's it's considerably more than that. Uh, right. And I don't, you know, I mean, the, movies like this, as we always talk about Lisbon, though, are primarily make their money, money on... Um, rentals and bod mm -hmm. sales and things like that mm -hmm. uh or yeah. now here on uh, on wonderful amazon prime uh, uh, just I, I mean they should be sponsoring the show listman because we watch what what do you think like 90 percent of the movies we cover on the show we watch on amazon prime i mean that's basically at this point the only reason why i use amazon prime <laughs> i know there's a lot of good content on there as well but uh yeah, you wouldn't I, know it looking at my uh, algorithm. No, both of our algorithms yeah. are destroyed by this show. Um, yeah. There's no question about that. Because, uh, <laughs> yes, I only get, like, Steven Seagal and Scott Adkins movies and stuff now on my uh, reviews. Oh, God, there, but... it's like, you're going to love this. Yeah, they, <laughs> oh, they think no. I'm a huge asshole, basically, is what Amazon <laughs> thinks. This guy loves this movies. Guy hates Does that seep women. into other Amazon <laughs> recommendations like do they also recommend like weird ads <laughs> like oh other things? that's interesting like cross-platform like on yeah. the amazon website like oh check out this uh yeah nicholas cage dinner movie for one just, yeah. dinner for one <laughs> yeah yeah uh -huh. it, it does play into that like uh yeah you you're a sad, lonely man. Well, as we talk about, the target <laughs> audience of these movies are problematic, divorced dads. So, exactly. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I get a lot of uh, cheap domestic beers recommended to me. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. uh, yes, and uh, mm -hmm. TV dinners. Uh, and various, like, articles of clothing that mm -hmm. are um, made out of American flags. I get I get a lot of ads oh, for, no. for any book written by Ben Shapiro. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately <laughs> yeah uh no so let's talk this is uh this is 2019's kill chain firm we're mm -hmm. firmly in and this is pretty much all we cover on the show the nicholas cage tax problems era uh mm -hmm. when he just had to mm -hmm. take things because he owed the government so much money um that's that's the that's the level of that's where the quality in his work goes way down uh, right. That explains a lot. Yeah, when you just start taking <laughs> anything. Um, yeah. I just love. I, Claire, do you, are you aware of some of the things that Nicolas Cage has spent money on? No, uh, no, this oh, is great. all news to me. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we've gone over this a little bit. We but, have. Uh, 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 he's bought several castles in Europe, of mm -hmm. course. Uh, multiple <laughs> islands uh, in the Bahamas. Yes. He's purchased. Yeah. Uh, a yacht. Yeah. Uh, two white king cobras mm -hmm. a shark oh my God. Uh, alligator, alligator yeah. a dinosaur skulls oh yes. you know, just yeah yeah weird thing uh, yeah yeah that well this is how so, he got into the tax trouble is you would think exactly. that a guy was a major movie star making millions he, how do you run out of money well it's possible um, it all it starts to make sense yeah yeah he's yes. he yet he had like the most valuable comic book collection because uh, he bought like the most expensive. I mean, he had he had the first appearance of Superman, which is worth like millions of dollars. 
Uh, yeah. So he, yeah, that and that, that. That's how you end up in a kill chain. Although, listen, <laughs> I'm gonna ask you since you've been obviously since you've been watching these movies along with me. We're three in, right? I think this is the best one we've watched of the three. By comparison, yes. Yeah, I think this. Uh, this at least I. This movie has some ambition to it. This is going to be my big yes. compliment. This is different than your standard action shelf movie. This is striving for something greater. Even yeah. though it falls flat on its face. Mm -hmm. uh, it I'm is not here to say it's good. Attempting something but I, better than I appreciate it some ambition out of these movies. Right, yeah. Uh, um, I will say Nicolas Cage... His performance in this movie pales in comparison to Arsenal, where but, he had the bad wig, the mustache, and yes. the weird prosthetic. Uh, agreed, notes. but much better than 211. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> so, of the three um, we've watched, green. this one's this one's in the middle. Uh, and I should point out that the, the one of the only pieces of trivia here, Lisman, is Nicolas Cage wanted to have just a mustache in this movie, but was talked into the full beard. So he did want hmm. just a stash in this film. Interesting. Um, I, w I wonder why, because he looked, he looked very silly um, in the last. I mean, there's many reasons. Well, yeah, he also had a fake nose and wig in Arsenal too. But uh... <laughs> true. <laughs> but you know, like must uh, mustache is an inherently, at least I think so, an inherently funny facial yeah. accoutrement. You know. Well, um, I think Nicolas Cage is trying as much as he can to have fun in these movies. Uh, as he always points out, and we've said this before, he's he's famous for saying, I may have taken them for the money, but I never phoned in the performance. I just, okay. I think sure, that's, Nicholas. watching this though, he's going. I don't, I don't know, John. I, there, are, there are moments that he's able to grasp upon. And I think like him talking about the really, truly horrific death of his, of the, kid he was looking after yeah there's some emotion there and I, I i can i can recognize that everything else seemed very strange uh oh it's strange i, I, I agree it's i was of the, i was of the impression <laughs> that his character is supposed to be cool yes oh is yes that... oh yes i think that's without a doubt this character is supposed to be very cool like a real slick guy, you know, mm -hmm. this, this, uh, I didn't write down his character's name. I just wrote down <laughs> Nicolas Cage. Well, it, uh, it, according to, uh, Aranya, according to the IMDb. Oh, right. Aranya. Cause he's, he's Aranya. He's, he's, yeah, he's the, he's, he's the spider. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's the best reaction. Okay. It made no sense. Nope. <laughs> I will say, I, I, a lot of this movie theater. doesn't make sense. I had, I, yes. this might, well, yes, this that's might where we're be, starting. this might be <laughs> yeah. the hardest to follow we've seen movie in a while. Uh, uh -huh. It's, it, it's, and it's purposely very complex. There's no question Kill Chain wants to have kind of a Tarantino, Guy Ritchie sort of yes. jumbled up plot. You know, lots of yes, secrets and turns. Yeah, Guy Ritchie was exactly what I was thinking of. But take away movie. the style, the the mm -hmm. the clever dialogue, the good performances, and that's what we have here. Right. Uh, right although yeah. there are some good actors in this movie. Mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah, because because I will talk about the MVP here is one of my favorite character actors, Enrico Colantoni. Uh, yes. From Veronica Mars, who played the character known only as the old sniper. 
in the IMDb? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I yeah. Guess. I don't think he was given a name. I, he is um, not, according to this. They just say the old sniper. And also, there's another character who is credited only as the very bad woman. And then there's the curious assassin and the mean assassin. <laughs> These are the character names on IMDb. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, that 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 makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah I thought in he, the credits thought he did they good. had those oh. names. Yeah, that's. But when I paused it um, on Amazon Prime, it told me other names. Oh, did it? They're different. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, oh. it had like actual names, but then I realized I never heard them say the names. And then at the credits, they didn't say those names. So I don't know where those came from. <laughs> That's very Man, interesting. Man, I, I do love the, especially when a movie like this, it does feel like Amazon is not bothering to do the research for their, <laughs> their little like, pop-up. make them up? Yeah, facts. Somebody books. just made them up. It's yeah, like, this is Gabriella. Like, <laughs> this is Tony. Is uh, well, because it is interesting. There are, it is like a noir kind of crime movie thing to have characters not have names. But usually that applies mm -hmm. to everyone. It's weird that in this movie, yeah, some characters some have names, <laughs> some just have titles. I don't. Yeah, there's. Yeah, there was no one of purpose. The, one of the characters is named Lance. Yeah, and I, I don't know why that made me laugh so. Hard. Yes, <laughs> it laughed so hard. Well, because, well, because I mean, it's just uh, Lance. Well, most of the characters are either like the old sniper or there's Sanchez, Renata, Oso, and Lance. It does sort of feel like. It, it's it's the same thing I feel about Game of Thrones where you're like, oh, there's Daenerys and, you know, Tyron and Ned. You know, where you go like, and look, Game of Thrones is great, whatever. But I just go like, I, it's so weird to me that you can be named Tywin and you can be named Jon uh, in that world. You're like, okay, great. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so... This movie. Uh, I am gonna. I do have the budget here in front of me, and as we usually do, if we have that information, we're gonna. I'm gonna ask both of you to take your best guess as how much how much this movie costs. Uh, there are no yeah. right or wrong answers to this, but having seen the movie now, considering this is in 2019 money, so you know, pretty recent. Right. Sometimes we're dealing with like 1987 money, as we did uh, when you were last on for Rent a Cop, Clara. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. How much? How much do you think this movie cost? Not a lot. He, I know it costs more than the twelve thousand dollars it made in theaters. Yes, I don't think we've that ever seen much. anything. Thirteen thousand dollars. <laughs> just oh, it almost broke even. It just came so close. <laughs> so close. Oh man. Uh, uh, I want to say five million. Five, five million dollars. Well, it's close, but it's a little bit less than that. Three point five million. This okay. Cost. Okay. That's, okay. That's pretty low for a movie, especially for like an action movie. And actually, with that information, I am going like, actually, it looks pretty good for a three point five million dollar movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. It. Um, I would say the movie is well lit. You know, compared to yeah, uh, what was it? Oh yeah, Arsenal, which was very strangely lit what well, had uh, the arsenal had that weird yellow filter over everything yeah so every, everything yeah, was which tinted was, yellow which was a bad decision which i think was a effort to hide the fact that there was no lighting yes yeah film. we've talked about this that's, movie that's a classic looked, move yeah the lighting looked good you know it's 
yeah. not enough that I didn't really notice it, I guess. I don't know. Um, uh, I, yeah. do, I do want to talk about uh, the film's writer-director. It's another auteur picture for us, Lisman. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ken uh, Sanzel is the direct is the writer director of this movie, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. I did after watching this immediately add the other films he directed to our potential episodes because uh-huh. uh, he's 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 directed a lot of stuff like this. Uh, the movie he made before this, if you thought Kill Chain was a was an intense title, the movie he made before this is called Blunt Force Trauma. <laughs> 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 just yeah no nope. that's about <laughs> no burying the lead on that one uh <laughs> yeah uh and that one uh, stars okay. uh the aforementioned lance from this movie ryan quanten uh oh my favorite character yeah uh ryan quanten uh is the star of that one and our old friend mickey rourke oh <laughs> less interested now yeah uh so yeah academy so- award winner I believe uh, nominee. I don't think he actually nominated. won, but still, okay. yeah, it's still a it's still a major come down, is what we want to let mm. people know. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you have eighteen facelifts and you no longer look human. Um, yeah. <laughs> sorry for those Mickey Rock fans. Anyway, yeah, he is definitely a a, a, a guy who works in this wheelhouse here, and mm. so yeah, let's dive into the kill chain because this is. This is a different kind of movie than we normally cover. Uh, yeah. Sort of. I mean, it, it's this. It, it does fall more into the crime or noir genre than mm-hmm. pure action. But yeah. I, I think kind of like we were talking about earlier, I did not know what was happening for at least half the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Fully because lost. the plot doesn't really ha- like start in any meaningful way until about 35 minutes into the film it seems mm-hmm. like yeah that's at least when nicholas cage and the actress whose name is uh escaping me uh it's uh, uh annabelle acosta abel acosta yeah yeah uh yeah they're not introduced until like a, ha- a good half hour into the film um <laughs> well they, it's interesting because you- the movie starts with this scene with Nicolas Cage that will be later in the movie that I feel like they put yeah. at the start just to go, don't worry, Nicolas Cage is going to be in it. Absolutely. <laughs> Which is, yeah, because, yeah, that, that I thought that was weird because it's not framed around a storytelling no. uh, structure, you know? It's not like him being like, so then this happened, uh, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a thing. Uh, and then no, it, and the rest like, of the movie happens linearly. It's the only right. thing that makes it nonlinear, and it I, it's clearly just like they don't want people turning it off. Going, I thought Nicolas Cage was in that in this. That's why yeah. I got it from my red box. Um, right, which is of course really- I'm sad and alone, and I want Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I to make just me want Nicolas Cage on my TV, and if he doesn't show up in the next five minutes, I'm switching to Disney Plus to watch National Treasure: Book of Secrets. Uh, <laughs> So many secrets in that book. Um, so many secrets. Yeah. Uh, no. So yeah, I do feel like that they just put in the scene at the beginning, which I I don't even want to talk about because it will get to it later. Like it's so right. weird. We just see the exact same scene. It's almost. Yeah, it wasn't even. No, it's, it's the same one word for word. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. almost I, like it's almost like when reality shows do that tonight on whatever you're gonna see the following mm-hmm. scenes. So it is just like, mm-hmm. here's a little like taste a of Cage. Uh, 
Yeah. It was like he said, like, let me tell you a story. But then later when it played it, he told a different story. Yes. Yeah. I, so, that, so I was like, oh, is this the story he's telling? That's but what it, it was. That's what I thought. But no, it's not that. Um, he does get in one of his one liners here, which he then repeats later because the same scene happens. Which is where the guys talk about the internet's not working, and Cage says, "Oh, you should have come in. We've got free Wi-Fi." Because he runs a hotel. That's the whole thing. Is Nicholas Cage is a man who runs a hotel, but of course he's got a dark past, which we'll find mm. out about in like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, also yeah, works this... every role at the hotel. <laughs> yes, yes, like in he's every room, bartender. he's like also doing something else. <laughs> I did. The other thing is this movie, the idea of like a noir with all these mysterious people coming to a hotel. There are countless other better versions of this. Um, yes, it's a very standard. I mean, it's a very standard setup across any genre, right? A bunch of disparate people come to a location, and that's even mm-hmm. kind of what this. It's weird that this movie doesn't even end up being that until like forty-five minutes in. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. Because I was waiting for that to be the... Although I guess what the twist at the end was, the first thing is at the hotel. We just didn't know it. Right, exactly. God, this movie. Uh, <laughs> I don't even remember. Were you guys at all disappointed? Maggie and I were very disappointed that the movie... Because the first half hour gives you the impression that the movie is just going to be about... Like, one scene is about this person. Mm-hmm. And then they kill somebody. Mm-hmm. And then it follows the next person, and then they die. Yeah. And then it's just a series of people dying. Which is kind of a, that's kind of an yeah. interesting idea or like approach to like a crime movie. Right. But they abandon that as soon as Nicolas Cage is yes. introduced into it's, the film. It, yes. Exactly. It's that for like 35, 40 minutes, and then it's just <laughs> Nicolas Cage for the rest of it. Which, and you it's know. just a free for all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Then yeah. it just yeah, it just turns into a normal action shelf movie at that point. <laughs> yeah, then it's like I'm in this hotel and bad guys are coming. Uh, yeah, that's that's then that becomes the movie and and right. fine, you know. Um, but it is like oh, thank God a movie star. All right, we'll stick with this guy because um, mm-hmm. we're paying him the most. This movie was shot on location in Colombia. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, which I, 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 another thing I will say that gives this a boost in action shelf things it does have an atmosphere by doing that that is different this isn't our standard generic mm-hmm. American city in a movie we are mm-hmm. in a foreign location for real and that adds a production value we rarely see in an action shelf movie of course actually Claire last time you were on for Rent-A-Cop that was a movie set in Chicago filmed entirely in Italy right. <laughs> <laughs> just cut scenes to yeah. places in Chicago. Well, yeah. And and last week, Lisman, we talked about 211 with Gergoni, and mm-hmm. that was a movie set in a small Massachusetts town that they filmed in Bulgaria. So uh <laughs> <laughs> that's it, much more common on this podcast. Yeah. The, oh, Bulgaria is a ve- we watch a lot of movies shot in Bulgaria. It's very, really? very cheap to mm-hmm. shoot there. Yeah, that's why it's incredible. It's cheap, so yeah. inexpensive to film in Bulgaria. Um, yeah, that's one of our bingo slots. Is uh, it's mm-hmm. set in an American city but filmed in Eastern Europe? Uh, <laughs> for if you if, for those who play action shelf bingo. Um, mm. But uh, but so this one is set in Colombia and shot in Colombia, which I, I I do appreciate. Uh, so let's mm-hmm. go to what actually really is the 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 beginning the the actual linear beginning of the movie, which is Enrico Colantoni 
as the old mm-hmm. sniper. And before I realized this was the kill chain thing, I did think like, well, this feels like its own little short film. Right. And actually, I think is the best of the kill chain things. It was is... really interesting. Yeah. yeah. He is certainly the most sympathetic character in the movie. And the objectively the best Who actor in the movie. That? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Enrico Colantoni is seen... good. Have, uh, he, I recently saw him in Station Eleven, mm. and he was fantastic in that. Um, he, he's an amazing so, actor across the board. From like I said, uh, I certainly was a huge fan of Veronica Mars, which he was on. Uh, a mm. lot of people know him as the leader of the Aliens and Galaxy Quest. Uh, oh right, which he's just wonderful in. Um, yeah. He was on Just Shoot Me, the sitcom, for like eight seasons. He's he's just a, a this is a really accomplished character actor. And so this shows you something we talk about a lot on the show, which is if you put a really good actor in something and they'll deliver. And I was really sad when he went away and realized he wasn't really going to be in the wrestling movie. Cause I was yeah. going like, Oh, I'm, uh, I, 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 yeah. yeah, I was, I was invested in this. Uh, and I go, mm-hmm. oh, and he's cause this whole scene is him on a job to assassinate someone, but he's talking to his daughter and like I mm-hmm. actually was getting, I found all of this compelling, and like, oh, I can't, yeah. I can't talk to my daughter. There's this whole runner about he wants to buy a rice cooker. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> he kept very bringing strange. up the rice cooker. Yeah, yeah, and that that kind of stuff is that's interesting. Like it's 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 unusual. Um, mm-hmm. And then it turns into action shelf nonsense, of course, but. Uh, because by God, if we don't get some nudity in this movie, then is it even an action shelf movie, Lisman? <laughs> I mean, there's less than I was expecting. Yes, uh, which is uh, <laughs> we'll not talk. Much, we'll talk about yeah. the Nicolas Cage sex scene that happens in a cut. Uh, <laughs> John, that made me so uncomfortable. I'm oh getting God, residual so anxiety bad. thinking about how uncomfortable that was. <laughs> It was so awkward. <laughs> I hated it. Yeah, it was the most awkward kiss scene I've ever seen. Neither one of them seemed to want to do it. Like nobody was happy no. to be there. We'll get to that scene. No. Yeah, I've never seen two Zero people. Chemistry. I've never Ugh. seen two people in a movie be more like, I guess we're doing this. <laughs> yeah, even I watch it was like, like please why don't even do it at all. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't affect the plot in any way. Even it's just like they hey, didn't need or, to. They didn't yeah. need to. What was uh, what was characters compelling didn't need these two effects. people to be like? We have to. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's a movie, ain't it? <laughs> uh, and uh, and in in Steven Seagal fashion, also uh, Nicolas Cage takes off no clothes, um, mm-hmm. and then is still clothed after they've had sex which i thought was funny like he the, the implication in the cut he oh I'm, I'm already talking about that scene let's let sorry about this scene which is <laughs> we'll get to it we'll yeah get to it. The, the whole thing is he's having a a, a tete-a-tete with this sniper across the street who's been ordered to yes. kill him sniper v sniper he is the target turns out yes because yeah. in in yet another uh one-liner from the movie the guy he's talking to on the phone, who I guess is his handler or whatever, says, you're past your sell-by date. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. Classic. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the, the, old, the old sniper still got some tricks in him and sends this prost... First distracts the guy, or has the prostitute take her clothes off to distract the guy at the window while he has her survey where he is across the street. Then, yeah. because... Uses it's a- her... 
Yes. And then sends her to her death. Yeah. Well, yeah. once again, it's an action shelf movie. So if women aren't disposable, you know, objects, yeah. once again, it's not even They're an action shelf. tools. Shelf. Yeah. Right. I did think. Because again, this movie is made for problematic divorce dads. Yeah. This is, yeah. This is their mindset. I say, have her take her clothes off and then just kill her at that point. Because she's done <laughs> as far as I'm concerned in the movie. Uh, oh. Yeah, I know. It is disgusting um and yeah the second she died i thought jesus like i thought i kind of i kind of liked enrico colantoni's character after that point but then i'm like oh he didn't even I save know. the oh okay he's like talking about how he cares about his daughter and then he's like oh here's a young girl yeah. <laughs> let's just let her die come on up here <laughs> hold on yeah hold on yeah. you have to care about all of them <laughs> 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 yeah, did they was this was this was Ken uh Sanzel the screenwriter here going, "Well, this will measure out. He loves his daughter, but he lets this girl die. So it'll it's a wash, you know." It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, net neutral. Uh Oh, I think end, net neutral sure. is the entire morality of this movie. Um Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, so uh anyway, the, the, he ends up shooting Enrico Colantoni. Hold on. Oh, yeah. I Hold just on. realized yes. we never talked about the intro. Oh, yes. There's a whole opening credit sequence. <laughs> the really sequence. long theme song intro with oh, all yeah. the colors. I forgot. How did, how did we not talk about this? You're, I'm so glad you remembered that because, yes, I did not <laughs> that write that down. That was the most insane thing I've ever seen in a movie. Well, it felt, yeah, it felt like a TV movie, a made for TV movie. Yes. You know? Well, and it yeah. felt to me like, because what does this thing clock in at like uh, 91 minutes? It felt like yeah. we need to pad the runtime a little bit here. Yes. So let's take forever. It was so long. Well, movie a lot of movies these days don't even have opening title sequences. They're mm -hmm. kind of a thing of the past, aside from like yeah. your James Bond movies, which are still just carrying on that tradition from the sixties. Yeah. Here though, mm -hmm. yeah, it was like and it was so weird. It and was, it was like scenes from the movie from later. Yes. <laughs> I was like, why are you showing me this now? That is Yeah, that's probably the worst <laughs> thing to do in an opening. Like again, unless it's like this is what you can expect coming, you right. know, coming the, up. The Mission kind of Impossible movies do this once again, but they're they're doing it because number one, the action sequences do deliver, but two, they're also nodding back to the '60s TV show it's based on that did that. Right. Where here, it's just it does. Yeah, this just... was out of nowhere, and it's so it was... it's so stylized. Yeah, yeah, and a it does... different style from the rest of the, the movie too. The rest of the movie. Yes, like a Marvel. It, yes, it does Disney kind of Plus show. It does kind of promise intro. like a fun, zippy, colorful sort of yeah. thing. Instead, we're going to get yeah. this incredibly dour and grim film. Can you imagine if like uh The Big Sleep had this kind of opening credits <laughs> sequence, you know? Just like a really dark, depressing noir story. Yeah, uh, but it's going it like, like big letters and colorful neon, co you know, colors. Yeah, zipping by the screen, and then back to uh, black and white darkness. Uh, right, exactly. So weird. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. No, I'm so that. glad you mentioned that because I did not write it down, <laughs> and I should have. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, so back that up. So the the so the, yes, this sets up the kill chain of the structure at the beginning of the movie where this young sniper what is what was he credited as mean sniper is that what it is uh, 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 uh no no that's curious assassin 
Mean assassin. I don't know who this guy is, actually. Work was the name that popped up on my Amazon. Oh, he's Sanchez. Oh, he's Sanchez. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, 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 just kidding. Yes. You're right. <laughs> well, you were given false information, Clara. So let's be honest. You're right. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they For some reason, you were getting Work disinformation from Amazon. a different assassin. There's a lot in this movie. Uh, There's a lot of assassins. Yeah. So, yes. So he does. So now we're following him, and yes, I did think, oh, this is kind of interesting. And he's told, "All right, your payment for that is diamonds that have been left in an abandoned car." Oh, that's smart. That's mm -hmm. normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then, almost immediately upon getting the diamonds, a police-like patrol rolls up on him instantly. Mm -hmm. And this is where we get your favorite character, Lance, who is. <laughs> We have a Colombian police force who has this one white guy with them. Yes, a white guy who does not speak the language no. at all. Mm -mm. How is he useful to anyone? <laughs> and it, I was wondering if he was some sort of like like CIA this plant is, or something. This is what I thought. In fact, I called him an uh, an agent until I got his name yeah. in my notes because I thought, oh yeah, he's like DEA or some kind of. But also, right. I am wondering, how is he communicating with all these guys to even set this up if he doesn't speak their language? I guess maybe someone speaks English. But uh, I think that's his partner who he killed. I think that's the person who speaks English. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, as I said, this is Ryan Quanten, who, uh, if, if people, if anyone watched True Blood, he was Anna Paquin's brother on True Blood. Uh, he looks like he would season. be in True Blood, you know. <laughs> he's got that look about. Uh, he's an Australian actor, and you know he he's around, but he's he's another like a, like actual working actor in major things, um, mm -hmm. if not like a major star. Still, I'm going like, oh, I've seen this guy and stuff. That will he's end. a working actor. He'll be the he'll be the last of the actors in this movie that I will recognize because uh, <laughs> yeah. from here on out, it's complete nobodies. Um, and I don't think, and I, I, I don't say that to be disparaging. They're also not very good. I don't think. I don't think there were, a. I don't think there's a lot of strong work in this movie. No. Yeah, not really. <laughs> uh, there's also very ill-defined characters because I could tell you almost nothing about anyone beyond Nicolas Cage, who just v takes forever to explain his backstory. So I have an understanding right. of him. <laughs> right. Uh yeah um so uh let's see yeah so he gets taken in by these police who and then we have the quietest car ride I've ever seen in a movie <laughs> um there's no car sound effects at all oh I didn't even uh, notice that <laughs> there's and and eventually they start having lights you know it's clearly people with flashlights you know just oh that's a classic by. that's like what we did in high school when we made movies was like that <laughs> right, that right. it's a it's a it's a real cheap trick to just run someone by with flashlights so it looks like cars are passing they, a stationary vehicle they didn't start doing that until halfway through the film like, so the it was just a silent dark like is <laughs> like the implication what well, they found through. they hit no traffic until so that's where other cars appeared no and we we've also talked about this before that like dead sign like if a movie's too quiet that's a sign of of cheapness like you yeah. don't want too much background noise but there is some background noise all especially in a car there should at least right. be like even if it's quiet, the sound of an engine running. 
yeah it was dead it was so weird it was it was dead quiet and then there's parts you can see out the window and see that it's just like a black wall yeah you know it's clearly (laughs) a studio oh yeah they Uh, clearly just backed this car into a studio somewhere (laughs) (laughs) and didn't even this movie doesn't even have the money to do the greens because usually we see a lot of shitty green screen driving this Mm -hmm. didn't even bother with this is like 80s sitcom driving scene Yes, yes. Uh, Hence the uh, intro credits. Uh, yes, oh. yes. It all makes sense now. Go. Yeah, this movie is kind of an eighties, <laughs> an eighties <80s laughs> sitcom. Uh, well, and in, in classic eighties TV fashion, its uh, uh, its opening title sequences promises action and excitement. The show will never deliver. Mm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> never. We we've talked about that, Lisbon. That like. Um, you watch the opening title sequence of the A-Team, and you're like, whoa, this show's action-packed. And you're like, oh, you're going to get, like, one car jump in the episode. Yeah, and that's It really slows down it. from here. It really, it's yeah. going to be a lot of talking, actually. Yeah. But that 90-minute, that or that 90-second opening, because you had forever back then to make a TV show, was like, oh, my yeah. God, explosions and gunfights left and right. This this show must be amazing. Yeah, oh, well, it's it's. it's I mean, yeah. the A team is amazing, but not in the way maybe they uh, would have wanted. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, or at uh, least like thirteen year old us would have said the A team ruled. Um, let's see. Uh, but, but yeah, so this is where Sanchez tries to get in the heads of these two police officers. Uh, yes. To try and get them to turn on each other, which I thought worked pretty well as a scene. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know? I mean, it, what, th- th- that's kind of this whole movie. There are good ideas in this movie or moments where you're like, oh, this could be interesting. Oh, wait, it's not. Yeah. That happens yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah, that happened they a lot where it. I thought like, well, this is kind of an interesting or kind of a unique way to, oh, okay, and then oh and they're dead yeah exactly that's the thing where you're like sanchez (laughs) attempts to get into the heads of these guys only for what was it lance lance yeah yeah. white guy lance just shoots him in the head Mm -hmm. and you're like oh oh uh, my god and this is where i was just like i don't know what what this movie is (laughs) well as soon as uh sanchez died i'm like Okay, so the person who we were following in the first scene is dead. Mm-hmm. Now the person we're following in this scene is dead. Mm-hmm. Who who is the protagonist of this oh. movie? I mean, I assumed it was Nick Cage, but like, well, yeah. I was. We knew he would come back. Well, back that's to why save it's us. that's why it's yes, yeah, he's here to save us all. Uh, Nicholas Cage, your Lord and Savior. Um, he mm. uh, uh, it's confusing on two. <laughs> Claire just crossed herself for Nicholas Cage, and I love it. Uh, <laughs> But uh, <laughs> to, uh, to, it's confusing on two fronts because, yes, I'm going, I, I, I don't know who the protagonist is. And two, is Nicolas Cage going to come back at some point in this movie? Um, and also, well, it's the point it's, that I texted you, Michael, and was like, yes. this movie, <laughs> what are you having me watch? <laughs> I do, yeah. Sometimes I watch yeah. these movies and I do think, oh, we asked someone to watch this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Because Lisman and I, we're we're broken. We've we've done so many of these movies. We we You're don't. Not. We're not people anymore. Like it's just no, not. Right. There's, no. there's Hot, there, that's clear. Yeah, there's, yeah. We, we yeah, that's evident. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> our our souls are long gone. Um, but mm. uh, but yeah, we we do bring. 
we do bring in regular people to to watch these, and I do occasionally go oh, civilians. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sorry to the civilians hurt by this show. Um, <laughs> the collateral damage of the action show, the psychological um, shrapnel. Uh, then we get a ooh. scene that uh, ooh that yeah that is good I like that that's a good title yeah listen that's gonna be your book psychological shrapnel or that's actually that could be in the action movie title generator yeah right. it should be yeah Nicholas Cage is a rogue psychologist no uh that's <laughs> uh-huh. uh huh so let's see the, how does that make you feel yeah. Uh, yeah, that, he'd be a scary psychiatrist to talk to, right? Like, oh my god! Yeah, I I would not open up to that. Man. Tell me more about your feelings. You gotta tell me. Um, <laughs> I'll make a note about it. Um, so uh, yeah, it's like I think maybe you need help, sir. Uh, he. Uh, so we get this now. We get this whole. Like, like now that now the Colombian police aren't on board with them because he's murdered him, and there's this whole like mm -hmm. tense sequence with the because the guy, <laughs> the cop driving the car starts shooting behind him into the back of this van, which is mm -hmm. incredibly dumb and doesn't even look That's cool. That's a good idea. Yeah, it looks really awkward. Bang bang bang! Um, yeah, somebody shooting a, a gun over their shoulder is always a weird look. And there was like the great thing too. So I'm yes. Like, How? <laughs> what do you expect? And but, this gunfight goes on for way too long. Way as well, too is, long. Because yeah. then eventually we get the, one guy's out of the car, one guy's under the car. Like this whole like this movie loves, uh, especially here. Like they had the two snipers. Now they have these guys mm -hmm. around the car. Later, there's the thing with Nicolas Cage and the sheets hanging up. This movie loves mm. a like where you know it's like it's a cat and mouse kind of thing. Right. Except none of God, them were that. Sure, thrilling. would be interesting if we cared about any of these people, but this <laughs> yeah. movie right. has no time for that. So there's no That's time. The problem, isn't it? Yeah, they yeah. don't give us time to care. Yeah. No, they're they're sacrificing any kind of character development for this cool idea that we keep handing <laughs> the movie off for other people, right? It's all about right. like that's cool on paper, except for then you go wait. There's no emotional investment in anything then. Yeah, because we could have spent more time uh, with any like let's say the main characters, the two yeah. main characters. Because yeah, this movie will ultimately all... have two two central protagonists. Right, and it it sacrifices that time for this weird idea that it kind of gives up halfway through, anyways. So then, like, what's yeah, it was on way too long. Yeah, it needed yes. to because yeah, it needed to commit to the kill chain idea, mm -hmm. and by doing that, they probably would have needed to have a protagonist who's following the kill chain or something like that, right? Like, mm. sure, yeah, yeah. Because because you still like you still would be at that point, it would just be an experiment in a film, right? If it literally had yes. no protagonist, but if you had Nicolas Cage following the killings or something like that, I mean, Crash won an Oscar, John. It did, and I think we've all discussed whether or not that was deserved now. Uh, uh -huh. yeah. Crash is may maybe one of the worst aged films ever. Mm, well, you know. Yeah, it's 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 a scathing indictment of something. Um, something. Yeah, uh, that's true, that movie. I Those were really popular for a while. There were a lot of movies around that time that were like, it's a portrait of a city and stuff like that. Yeah. I never yeah. was super into them. Um, so uh at, at at a certain point though he 
he uh the uh, uh lance the 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 cop is under the car and he's gonna shoot him from under the car when he steps out but lance puts the dead body of sanchez mm. out to fool can him I, can i can i just say sanchez in the scene after he dies i would be having so much fun as just the corpse in the back seat, <laughs> like uh, he, he was like, like just, rolling around oh yeah and and there's several shots where his face is like on camera and he's having, <laughs> and I'm just this like, guy ah, this is the he, role to he, have dream job he might yeah. have more screen time dead than he did alive uh <laughs> i think so yeah <laughs> possible yeah I, he at yeah. least it might be 50 50 i spent half the time as a corpse <laughs> in the movie uh and yeah. then of course he kills but i did like the the trick out that was the, um that was fairly clever with the legs although yeah. it was a bit graphic <laughs> wow <laughs> he had to shoot him through both calves really <laughs> the, the whole movie although uh, the first movie we did uh for cage month arsenal still takes the cake for just being so excessively gory though this movie yeah. is pretty violent um yes but for me it was okay i don't think <laughs> i know I, you're numb to it well yes i will say that uh, i i don't think you would have made it through arsenal then that thing was probably na not. Na nasty to a, a level unnecessary it, really I mean, this is this movie's unnecessary but that yes, movie that was movie really somehow more. yeah like yeah. really it's slow motion bullets through people and stuff like uh yeah. yeah uh yeah i do i do always wonder that with these movies and i think we talked about this maybe on arsenal i don't remember if we did but this idea about like people looking for action movies aren't necessarily looking for gore and I think right. that's an interesting thing that's going to cut out some of the audience. Like, and mm -hmm. we've talked about we, you know, you and I, listen, have talked about the difference between because our old friend Bruce Winning, who re review, uh, who does uh, reviews from Amazon, that guy loves bloodshed, and we always oh, talk about great. like we like action, which sometimes matches up with violence, but he specifically likes just the acts of violence. Yeah, uh, kicking and punching, right? Yes, mm -hmm. yes. I like the punching and the <laughs> kicking and the shooting and the chasing and the, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but huh. I, yeah, the he's the deeper we've gotten to the into his reviews, the more concerned we've become about him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, I very think you need interested. To write him a letter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't or have think him we on need... the show. Well, yes, I don't the, think we need to contact there's, him. There's uh, a lot of that. discussion about... I don't know. There's a lot of discussion about what we would do if we ever met him or communicated with him in some way. Uh, yeah. And we, we go back and forth about whether whether or not that would be a good or bad thing. Because uh, I am, I am concerned. There's only one way to find out. Yeah. I that's... <laughs> I, I'm concerned about our safety at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he should have any idea of who we are. I do always, <laughs> I am always hoping that it's going to filter back to him at some point. That, like, the fact that he's a huge part of this podcast he knows nothing about. <laughs> Um, you know what? Shout out in like every episode. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get an alert on Facebook Messenger one day, and it's like new message from Bruce winning. <laughs> no, you know you know what the ultimate thing would be? He does a review of our podcast. <laughs> yes, I love this show because it talks about the punching and the kicking oh and the shit. If he gosh. left one of his classic reviews of our show, I we've accomplished everything we've ever wanted to do at that point. Uh, uh, yeah, we have. Yeah, we have, yeah. Oh, gone full life. circle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, so now we follow Lance back to. Yeah. 
Well, he goes to somewhere. some some secret place, and this is where we finally meet up with our second protagonist, Renata, played by mm-hmm. Annabella Costa. I'd like to look here to see what she's done. She's been in mm-hmm. some stuff. She was on the show Quantico. I never watched that, but it, I know it was a show. <laughs> it sounds vaguely familiar. It was it was a network TV show. She was on the HBO show that The Rock has that no one knows about. Um, the one I, that's not Ballers. The one that whatever. is Ballers. But I'm saying it's the weirdest oh, thing that, <laughs> that like The Rock is one of the most successful movie stars, and nobody ever talks about the fact that he has an HBO, HBO series. Uh, is the, that still going on? I think it just ended, but it went like five seasons. What? Where he's like a football agent? How does he have time? That's my question. (laughs) He's in so many movies. Yeah. Like, how does he do a show on top? I don't. I think that's the thing that's baffling about it too. Is he also for some somehow finds a way to sneak ten episodes of an HBO series out every year in between the five movies he makes? Uh, Like the five huge, like massive, (laughs) big budget tentpole films that he's in. And then also this HBO show and. The NBC sitcom he has about the adventures of Young Rock. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's got an or he's got an or there's an origin story show for a real guy on TV right now. It's <laughs> so it's so weird. It's so weird to me uh, that that's the thing where it's like, what was Young Rock up to? Uh, <laughs> Only The Rock could do that, too. <laughs> yes. No yes. one else could, no, could no, create a no. show about their younger well, self. That, we're, not like, gonna get, no. we're not going to get young Cage. Uh, <laughs> I remember when I was eight years old. Uh, well, there was there was the Chris Rock show, Everybody Hates Chris. Everybody Is Hates that Chris. That was kind of loosely based on his life, right? Yeah. Right. That's kind of true, yeah. That was pretty good, actually. That could also be called Young Rock, actually. <laughs> yes, it could! <laughs> oh, wait, yes! <laughs> wait, has has The Rock and uh, has du- Dwayne... Dwayne Johnson, Johnson, yes, yeah. ...been in a movie with Chris Rock? Have, mm. have there, Has there ever Ooh. been a Rock I don't, v. Rock? I don't think so. The, I mean, there's your poster, right? Rock v. Rock in... <laughs> he keeps making movies with Kevin Hart. I don't think he's done like a buddy mm-hmm. one with Chris Rock, though he should. Yeah. But he everybody should. loves yeah. the idea that he's gigantic and Kevin Hart is tiny. Right. Sure. That's I mean that's these been the backbone comedy. of like five movies. Uh <laughs> you don't get it. They're radically what? different sizes of humans. <laughs> How are they the same Jesus. species? Yeah. <laughs> Um, Honestly. The, you know we don't want to talk about a movie when we veer off that much to an actor who... Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. We're talking we will about get, a, we, a man who has nothing to do with this movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we will get to him, though. We have we, we, we have promised in a future episode to watch at least one rock movie. Um, yeah. So, Should I come back for that? <laughs> sure. If you, want to do, if you want to do a rock movie with us, you're more than welcome. Uh, Love the rock. Oh, yeah. good, good. Yeah, because yeah. you're, you're a fan of, of Dwayne the Johnson. Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne. Dwayne the Johnson. I think that's a different career than wrestling. Oh, oh um, whoops! Right, yeah, that's a different guy. That's a different uh, guy. Listen, I don't know what you've been watching, but um, I well, let's not get into it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he goes to this some kind of underground hideout that they have here, and uh, Renata is uh, bandaging up the bullet wound he took uh, 
Not well, but no. yeah, she certainly is. <laughs> he did no help. No. She didn't clean it at all. No. I feel like I no. saw her pour something onto a thing, onto a cloth, like a, and then I like never a... saw her actually clean it. Well, and they start <laughs> making like... out, which is a classic exactly. action movie thing. I love this in action movies. This has been going on forever. The idea that, like, dealing with a bullet wound is sexy somehow. <laughs> I, Every time. It's always, yeah. I'm just going, like, I can't imagine something less of a turn on than an open like, wound. Ugh. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine if I, if I was the person with the bullet wound being mm-hmm. like, okay, we'll get to that. Yeah. But first. <laughs> the, the immense, Let's make sure I'm alive. The immense yeah. pain of it, too. And you're like, right. yeah, I'm going to ignore that because I'm just so turned on. What? Yeah, she's like pouring alcohol on a cotton ball. And mm-hmm. I'm like, just pour the whole thing. This is He has a massive bullet hole in his shoulder. Yes. Here. Like. <laughs> He should be bleeding out at this point. But it's of course it's a it's a movie, so a shot to the shoulder is like nothing really. Whatever. He's eh. fine. Yeah. Walk it off. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be all right. Uh <laughs> yeah. so um but they're interrupted because somebody's attacking <laughs> them. The the mean lady shows up. Oh yes, the the yeah, what was once again the very bad woman. That's what that's what her name was. Or as Amazon calls her, Gabrielle. <laughs> that's what I thought her name was the whole time. The very mean woman. Uh, the very mean was, Gabrielle. She was so confusing too. Yes. Like she Dude. was like, "Hey, I'm not gonna kill you," and then five seconds later, she's like, "You fucked my wife. I'm gonna kill you." Or something. I was like, "What?" <laughs> I Which did, one is it, Miss Gabrielle? I, I did not understand most of her motivation in scenes. Um, and she oh, was no. just getting mean. revenge on on which which of these two? Uh, well, she's after she's after Renata, right? Because she follows she's, her to the hotel. Okay, so killing Lance oh. was incidental. I think she was so? actually after Renata. I will. I mean, I, I I put my cards on the table from the start. I do not fully understand the story of this movie at Me all. Neither. No, I, no. I, 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 I have the gist of like where people go from place to place, but what's driving things forward? It's the why. It's the yeah. why that there, I don't know. No, no, there's not a there's not a why answered in this there's movie. A, not a one. There's a reason why most of my notes for these movies. Uh, are always questions because <laughs> yes. the, they're, they're so poorly thought out that there's just like gaping holes in, of logic in them. And you're like, well, I understand that this is happening, but I don't know, like, how did we get here? Like, wh- what does this person want? I, right. I, I'm confused. How did it come to this? Yeah. How did it come to this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I get that everybody's going to shoot at each other, but mm-hmm. why? <laughs> what? Yeah. Why Was all she... the violence, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> so Renata slept with her wi- wife. Is that, who slept with who? Wait, I don't know. The, that oh yeah, it no that had to be okay. Lance, right? And I'm just putting the heteronormative on woman. this. Yeah, yeah, had to been Lance. But also the yeah, because Lance. Then why go after said, Renata? I love you. Hmm. Oh hmm. wait. Renata, okay, my woman, the isn't she kind of a a a a, a madam of, of the prostitutes? 
Is that what he's? Is oh, that what yes. she's? Yes. That's yes. what I. I thought they implied yes. that woman? later in the yeah the the very bad woman. Oh. I think she runs prostitutes. So when she says you fucked right. my woman, oh. I think she means without pain, and now she's with you. So I think she wants Renata back, but wants to kill Lance. So Renata okay. was a prostitute. Well, I think all the I women think... are prostitutes in this movie. Let's be honest. It's, just, it's that kind of sleaze. The men fest. who made this movie believe that all women are prostitutes. Period. Yes. At yes. some point Ken, in their lives, Ken Sanzel says everybody's got a price. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh. Let me just say, based on once no. again the 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 sleaze fest that is this movie, and uh, yeah. and yeah. I'm sure blunt force trauma is just as uh as progressive <laughs> uh yeah um so uh let's see so they uh yeah they're ambushed they managed to shoot their way out except for lance yeah. so renata escapes it took me a while to realize lance was dying because it yes, happens off camera it does um and again if you're approaching this movie like it's a normal film then you're confused <laughs> because it's like well lance seemed like one of the main characters of this movie yes so the fact he's screaming off camera that doesn't mean he's dying because that wouldn't make any sense uh but then you find out that is what happened well and like, I, oh, right. I especially thought that because once again he's one of the only actors i know so i thought surely right. he'll be nope no nope and it doesn't, mm. yeah. Un it was so unceremonious. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Jinx. <laughs> Jinx. Sorry, sorry, Lisbon. Best nice. friends. Yeah. <laughs> Best friends, yeah. They, uh, uh, yeah, so she escapes. They have this whole scene where she pays a guy to drive her in his van. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. And she has yeah. him at gunpoint, and then she starts changing, and then all of a sudden he's all like, oh, and there's, Ooh. like, the sexy music. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. He's going to kill you. Once again. It, the, I forgot the, about that. And he's like looking in the mirror. Yeah. The, I really wanted him to run off the road because he was so distracted. Yeah. You know? uh, uh, I don't think this movie has a great opinion about men either. Because uh, every man in this movie is like, well, a gun or I've been shot, but hot lady. Yeah. <laughs> Who could care? Don't care about the. Yeah. yeah. And then. Uh, she gives do him a big you, wad of John, cat. Do, huh? Do you get the impression that she had feelings for Lance, or is Lance a means to an end? She doesn't for, seem for upset at all that Not he's really, dead. right? Uh yeah. yeah. So I don't yeah, I think he was a means to an end. Because she because pretty what? quickly is gonna have sex with Nicolas Cage. So yeah, she moved on fast. Yeah. The most virile um potent a man who uh, as we've stated in real life is on marriage number five and when i think this <laughs> really? has come up on every episode yes he's on his fifth marriage and he oh does have God. the greatest quote i've ever seen which is this one has to work because i'm not doing this again <laughs> oh. that's not where you want to start a marriage it's also no and we've also God. talked about his current wife is 30 years younger than him so uh well, well, yeah, that's yeah. just a given, obviously. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's see. Uh, uh, so, yeah, so she, she, he drives her to the hotel and she gives him a lot of cash and says, like, and don't even think about coming back. 
this okay. way. I don't. Yeah, that that line. Why would he want to? I only remember that line because it doesn't have any effect on the plot. And I just remember thinking, like, <laughs> why would she say that if that guy wasn't going to come back in some way? Oh, I see what yeah. you mean. Yeah, yeah, like that's the thing. Like where I'm he like, was so he was so enamored by seeing her in her underwear yeah. that he completely <laughs> forgot that she held him up at gunpoint. He's uh, like. Man, I should go back and see how she's doing. She did point a gun at me, yeah. but maybe I can see her change into another outfit. Uh... <laughs> maybe she's got more clothes in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Maybe there'll be a montage where she tries on lots of clothes. <laughs> a uh, so she she enters the hotel, and we're finally back to Nicolas Cage, who is the I mean. He doesn't have. He has a couple one-liners that I did write down, but he's also just like, he he's just very sarcastic. And I think this is the thing when you talk about is he supposed to be cool, Listman? Yes, because he's just everything is like a oh well, you know. And I do, and I didn't. I can't even keep up with all the stuff. But everything, his whole attitude is just like, yeah, I own the hotel, but whatever. He says he yeah, won it in a I... card game. Is this is his first explanation? He won it in a poker game. Yeah. 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 That's cool. But then he said his friend left it to him when he died. Yeah. I'm like, which one is it? Right. Well, you know, uh, unreliable narrator is a very common... Find out later. Yeah. But everything in this movie is we'll find out later. He tried to be really cool, but he just came off really awkward to me. Yeah. Yes. Like, I was like, have you spoken to a person before? Because it's another... It's a classic... With Nicolas Cage, you've got to use Nicolas Cage specifically. And yes. it's very weird when you see him try to play a part that isn't natural for him. And, like, mm-hmm. yeah. cool acerbic guy is not a Nicolas... That's not a good use of Nicolas Cage. That's a weird no. choice. And also, cool hotel clerk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah. I don't know. You know me, I'm working the night desk at the hotel. Whatever. <laughs> You want a drink? I'm also the bartender. He's like, that's for employees only. <laughs> okay. Do you have any laundry I could do for you? I also do that as well. Yeah. Maybe your parking there's, needs to be validated. There's something where he says, like, uh, if you need anything or whatever, and she goes, what, you'll be here all night? And he, he goes, well, no, I mean, yes, I will also be working yeah. all night. <laughs> that was, that's, okay. Don't don't okay whatever i don't yeah right. nicholas yeah. cage but of course he wasn't always a hotel owner and she can tell because of the scars on his hands that he's a man of violence oh my god i forgot about i like that how part. they did those are the hands of a man of, of violence yeah no well that's too much they didn't money bother to show this no you can't like just have like a shot like yeah. she looks down close means. up on the hand you know but i just love the idea of those are the hands of a man of violence. Yeah. Oh yeah, you'd know those anywhere. Uh, a man of violence. Yeah, I mean that's also a classic action movie thing about like uh, I may own this hotel, but I used to do awful things. Uh, these <laughs> movies love that. Uh, they sure do. Yeah, they sure do because he's every problematic divorced dad is putting themselves into Nicolas Cage. Here, going like, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of a secret badass myself. Uh, <laughs> just ask my 15 guns. Um, 
so yeah, she. Yeah, he's. Uh, let's see. Supposed to meet. Oh yeah, she's supposed. So the whole thing here that's going to be the twist is she's supposed to meet this expert criminal named Aranya, and we will, I guess, discover at some point that is Nicolas Cage, and mm. he's gonna. This Aranya is gonna get him out of get her a new identity and out of the country and away from the very bad woman right she's okay. very bad very bad <laughs> very bad <So> very bad <laughs> she's very very bad um uh yeah mr cage she's a very very bad woman uh <laughs> Uh yeah, so I also wrote down that he um poured really huge shots for them and then he only drank half of it. Yeah. I also I also noticed that. that? That's too much. Yes. He like took it and it was like a tiny sip and it was still full. Yeah. (laughs) He also Yeah, he 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 took half a shot. Yeah. And then did finger guns in a reaction to taking the shot, which is very cool. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah. I feel like I need to give them that. <laughs> uh, which is funny because he's not, of course, he's not actually drinking alcohol. So why did he only drink half of it? I don't know. <laughs> like, it's a character know. choice. Uh, I mean, consistently he does pour drinks way too, yes. way too much. Well, and like, of course, we'll he'll see... pour some whiskey there that is ridiculous. Yeah. But also we'll, we'll have the whole thing where he's poisoned the guy and the guy's frozen pouring the booze and it's you know uh right yeah which is fun i guess uh <laughs> i guess this movie's entertaining i suppose uh that, okay here's a here's a weird and random scene cage goes outside to smoke a cigarette and has this back right. and forth with a prostitute that mm-hmm. it, it, that essentially culminates and she goes we talk every night and you don't ever ask me to fuck you and he's like, yeah, it's probably why you like me. And she's like, yeah, I guess. Bye. No point. There's no that point did nothing. What? <laughs> what I thought, yeah, I thought she was going to come back and maybe play an important part of the movie. I thought those two had better chemistry than, <laughs> yes. than him and Renata. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. They definitely did. It's not They a... were the will they won't they that we wanted. I know. Yeah. Did you at the end of the movie when he like dramatically walks out of the hotel, what if what if he'd put his arm around that woman and they were like, Yeah. yeah. That's right. I'm the spider, baby. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes. In, in this I mean they keep saying Aranya, of course, but that means Nicolas Cage is saying like, everybody should call me spider. Uh <laughs> At some point, he had to introduce himself to the world of the crime, and he goes, "Folks, call me the Spider," uh, <laughs> which continues to add to how awkward and lame this character actually is. Finger guns, this weird middle-aged dad-looking guy. Well, that I do feel spider. like. Yeah, Cage. This is a, this is a one where it's like his age is questionable to me in this movie. The other ones mm-hmm. we've seen have actually like played into him being a guy in his fifties. Right. This movie feels kind of old for the part, especially when he's making out with the hot young actress. <laughs> yeah, making out as strong as a strong yeah. phrase for what when they, they put, are doing. I'm sorry, yeah. Elizabeth. They were 
when they breathing on each other. Yeah, when they put their <laughs> mouths near each other. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, they did. Yes, Clara, they did oh, share breath. Is what they did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which in this COVID time is very intimate. I you know? yes, yeah. I was terrified about. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. Now put your mouth near hers. Perfect. <laughs> And exhale. Yes. Mm, yes. This this, this is quite the hot scene. Um, yeah. Because well, because after talking with the prostitutes, where they go in, and she's she is the implication she's kind of seducing him because when he goes back inside, she's waiting in the doorway of his office. Ye- I'm gonna in quotes, I guess seductively. So. There was no build up to this moment. No. No. I didn't even know that that's where it was going until it was happening. Yeah. And again, because you don't see the scars on his hand, you don't even get her motivation for it. Yeah. So it's just like, well, this is very clearly written by a middle-aged man because mm-hmm. why else is this happening? Um, <laughs> but what's yeah. funny is, uh, in, in, you know, we're used to like needless sex scenes in movies, but the fact that there is no sex scene makes it even funnier and more pointless. <laughs> Why add an implied sex scene? Yeah. <laughs> it really no, is no like reason. they it... start kissing. Well, I'll just for for conversation's sake, I'll use the word kissing. Um but uh <laughs> and uh and then and then yeah, the 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 scene fades out and it fades back in and she's putting her shirt back on and he's mm-hmm. just already fully clothed. <laughs> <laughs> He's a never nude, John. He doesn't take the, off his outfit. I think that's the case. I just like that he took off nothing. Uh, yeah. And yet they they clearly had incredibly hot sex between those yeah. He just needed somebody to hold him. You yeah. Know? Mm. He's, he's, now he's that, just... that would have been pretty great if it was just her holding him and he's sobbing. I would have loved that, actually. It that... would have actually made more sense. Yes. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it would. It would. Or, it would or I tell you what, I would have loved is the, is the fade and the comeback end, and he's like, "I'm real sorry about that. I swear <laughs> it never happens." Like, uh, <laughs> and she's like, "No, it's okay." Like, yeah, that that would have been. She's like, great. "Men at your age, it's yeah. really common." <laughs> it, yeah, it happens a lot. Um, I know. I put that Viagra around here somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I'll find it. Just to stay close. Uh, yeah, uh, it is. It's so it's so weird. And then also, as with everything, the fact that they had sex really has no bearing on anything that happens. No, they, he makes no a couple effect. of references to it, which and so, are almost and, as awkward as the kissing scene itself. Yeah, I feel like but... they talk about the sex more than they showed any of it. Well, yeah, yeah. this it's a more intellectual approach to a sex scene. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's well, the idea of and sex. And the, the very bad woman like, also keeps talking about like, oh, did you have her? And stuff like that. I hope you enjoyed your time with her. Yeah. And he makes, does he make a joke like, I wish you came a little later. And then he does yeah. this psychotic Nicolas Cage laugh. Ha-ha! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As he does. Yeah, as, yeah. He, as he often does. I mean, the, like all these movies, you can feel the moments where Cage is trying to inject some kind of energy or eccentricity into this very bland character they've written but it it feels almost random you oh know what yeah I mean? yeah like i i've seen performances 
Orbin plays with with, with uh, people where they're told like you need it can't just all be shouting because that's that's the first instinct <laughs> an actor usually has. So then yeah. they're like, okay, it'll the, I'll only shout for some of the lines. And it will be at random points yeah. because they don't understand the idea of building up to something. Right. Uh, and that's kind of what I got from Cage here. Like he injects mm-hmm. certain moments, but it it seems like I guess I guess I'll do it here. I don't know. Well, that's uh, the thing. I mean, that's the thing with Cage and the whole debate about Nicolas Cage, good or bad actor. I think he is a good actor, but in a with a good material, and if someone's directing him. Otherwise, left to right. his own devices, this is what you get. Where it's, it's like, right, yeah, yeah. There's the great community line about him, where Shirley says, uh, "I suppose if I randomly changed the volume of my voice that often, I'd have an Oscar too." <laughs> <laughs> That's literally it. Yeah, I mean, in this movie, yeah. it is. It's just peaks and valleys of the volume of his voice. Yeah, um, yeah, all over the place. Where we saw. Mm-hmm in arsenal which we watched a couple weeks ago that was all shouting yes that was shouting from start to finish uh yeah and was more compelling but he was also the bad guy in that movie which helped a lot Uh, and and the 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 wig and the prosthetic nose did was doing a lot of he was playing (laughs) a totally insane cartoon of a character (laughs) right exactly in a movie that Uh, wasn't my plan i think was supposed to be likable. Yes. But, um, <laughs> I don't know if we got there. I didn't, I I didn't so. like a single person. Or redeemable. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he's supposed to be in this, once again, in the kind of crime movie, he's supposed to be our haunted anti-hero, right? Right. This guy yeah. who's, I've done dark things, but I can, you know, I, I, I can redeem myself by helping this person. Except for... The, the problem there being Renata's not likable, so you're not redeeming right. yourself, Nicholas Cage. Like, <laughs> everyone mm-hmm. in this movie is terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, if that was the point of the movie, that, that could be Success. something. Yeah. You, you could say that about, like, Guy Ritchie films. Very few characters in a Guy Ritchie film are uh, re- uh, relatable in that way. Or they are, but they are usually likable or fun. Likable. Yes. yes. Like, that's mm. the big thing I was missing in this movie, is no one is fun. I'm not having fun no watching it. interesting to watch. No, that's that, because that is the thing. And also, Guy Ritchie movies are funny. This is not funny. Yes, there's a level <laughs> of play happening. Yes, uh, there's a there's a wit to it that is missing here. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's a big problem. Although, like I said, they're, they're trying with some of these cage lines, but you're just like, ugh. This <laughs> yeah. is not... Uh, so uh, let's see here. Uh, so the very bad wo- oh the very bad woman's henchmen show up, and we start with this guy aggressively ringing the bell at the thing. This mm-hmm. is oh, the yeah. this is the mean assassin. This is the guy with the hair. Yeah, pulled back hair. Okay. The pulled back hair is the mean assassin. Uh, okay. Yeah, and uh, and and Nicholas Cage is annoyed by his obnoxious bell ringing. I guess mm-hmm. this is meant to be comedy. Uh, you guys weren't laughing. <laughs> he kept ringing that bell. Um, yeah. So he's, what a scam! He's here to mainly threaten Nicolas Cage. Seems like it. Yeah. Because we get this whole scene with the two of them at the table and this gun between them. 
And this is when, and this is when uh, the very bad lady, yeah, the the very bad lady goes yeah. into <laughs> Renata's room to right. wait for her, right? Yes, because okay, because right. asked... this is another question I had, yeah, which is why did Renata go into the room when Renata knew that the very bad lady was in there waiting for her? Yes, that's that's a good question because Nicholas Cage lets her into the room only knowing that Renat is not in there. So he goes like, well, if you want to see this empty room, you can, you know? Uh, Yeah. And so he lets her in there. Then he goes downstairs to once again, tend bar. And Mm -hmm. I I did not follow when or how he got the poison into this guy's drink. (laughs) Yeah, because he pours it right in front of him. They did not explain that. They did not. I also love and the way he also he, drinks out of his glass, right? So it's yeah, not so that it's, it's a not drug. it's not in the bottle. He had to have put it in the guy's glass. Is it the, a thing where he like rubs it in the glass but it's itself? Pills. It's that's pills. true. Because I love how he <laughs> reveals it. Because the guy is 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 frozen, right? And he's as he's pouring the whiskey, and Nicolas Cage opens a handful of pills and dumps them out on the table. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also he had really them in his funny. Hand? Yeah. <laughs> like the idea of, I put pills! And they're just like yellow and green pills. You have no idea what they are. But they apparently, look like vitamins. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they look like, yeah, they, they are just generic pills. But apparently. I put Flintstones vitamins in your drink. <laughs> That's right. You got six bam bams in there. Uh, <laughs> good luck walking away from that. Uh, yeah, so this guy just drops dead from. Did you guys notice that he had um, adult braces? Yes, he the... did. And no, was that a no. choice? I don't know if that's the actor a choice, but I did notice because it's very weird and distracting. It was so I strange. Didn't notice that you, at all. Yeah, that's know. interesting because yeah, yeah, I also saw that because I just kept going. The fact that they weren't addressed made it weird, right? Yeah. You're just like. It made and it seem like... And he was wearing, like... like, a Letterman jacket. I was like, is this, like, a high school? <laughs> What's yeah. going on? The whole design of this character is very yeah. weird. And it's way yeah. too specific. Yeah. He's a 12-year-old boy that Nicolas Cage killed. <laughs> yeah. And so he, Nicolas Cage now has his gun. And this mm-hmm. just takes right. us back to the start of the movie now. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, then two more hitmen... Well, this is where we get the curious assassin. Okay. (laughs) The mean assassin and the curious assassin. Wait, 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 wait. Before we get to this, Mm -hmm. we see Renata murder the very bad lady. Yes, the very bad lady, yes. He goes up to the room because he hears screaming. Yes. And then we get an uncomfortably long fight scene between these two characters. It was a lot. Yeah, It was a lot. It was. it was a lot of stabbing. It was a lot of stabbing. It was a lot of stabbing. And we get another one-liner of sorts by this movie where he goes, I don't understand. You had a gun in your purse. Why'd you stab her? And she's like, because I got to the knife first. <laughs> and then she pulled out a cigar and did a Groucho Marx thing. It was weird. No. It's very <laughs> yeah, Because <laughs> I got to the knife first. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
nuts. Can you just imagine if the Marx Brothers just showed up in random movies? You know I, would, I, mean? like, I would. I would. It's mostly mean, a normal movie, and then they show. Uh, up can I at say the, the Marx end, Brothers but... would have greatly improved this film? Like greatly <laughs> would have improved it. it. Yeah. If we had Groucho yeah. Chico and Harpo just, uh, you know, do some Not banter. Zeppo. Fuck yeah. Zeppo. No, Zeppo didn't add much. He was the good-looking one. Nobody cared about him. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, so that, yeah, you're right. Yes, then we go back to the first scene. And Cage right. is, and it sets up, once again, what we thought would have been when he's like, let me tell you a story. And we get his <laughs> whole backstory for, like, ten minutes. This is long. A so monologue. Long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll do it if you give me a 10-minute monologue, said Nicholas Cage, in negotiations <laughs> yeah. to be in this movie. Um, and yeah, this is where we find out he was a mercenary or assassin of some sort. It doesn't matter. A bad guy. I was so confused. Until yeah. he was doing a job and they were trafficking children, to mm -hmm. which I love the way he said... That's right, they were just kids. Nine, ten, even eleven years old. <laughs> <laughs> what? Even eleven. <laughs> yeah, I just that was the weirdest phrasing. <laughs> there was even an eleven year old amongst them, if you can believe it. Uh yeah. <laughs> I can't. Nine, Not that 11. makes sense. And so eleven? He, he and his partner let these girls go and disappeared. Only for them to later be burned to death by someone else. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but did, they rescued but they one re of them? They rescued, mm -hmm. uh, yes, they rescued adopted one, of, one them. of them. They, they adopted yes. one of them. And Him opened and his partner, Franco. Yeah. I think it was the one 11-year-old. <laughs> yeah, they, the, they left the other ones to die in a fire. Yeah. Like, what... <laughs> Hey, we gave him a head start. Uh, hey, this one's pretty funny. Let's keep this one. <laughs> yeah, how'd they make that choice? I also yeah, like the way he says, I also like the way he says, we kept one of them. And the guys are like, what? And he goes, oh, not like that. Uh. Yeah. And it's like, well, kind of. Did yeah. she have a choice? Yeah. <laughs> you kind of kidnapped her. It was only sort of a kidnapping. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Good luck proving it in court. Uh, yeah, they uh, the, and they raised her as a daughter here in this hotel, uh, mm -hmm. which I guess in, in actuality, they just kind of got the hotel. I don't think there really is an interesting explanation for it, is there? I don't no. think so, no. He had it first, right? What was his name? The, Franco? Yeah, Franco, oh, Franco. Was, his, was, his, yeah. was his partner in the past. Right. Uh, I, I, let's see, and then... Uh, so what happened? Franco, did he get killed? He must yeah. have. Yeah. Yes, he, because <laughs> the daughter dies uh, and is described as dying in a truly horrific manner. Yes. And then his partner yes. leaves to go get vengeance. And he's like, I let him go knowing he'd die. Kind That's, of, or something yes, like that. Yes. That's yes. right. Much Ugh. like when they let their daughter leave that one time he let his partner leave or something the message uh, that it taught me was let no one leave ever <laughs> I... force everyone to stay in this hotel for i have to be the first person to leave any room <laughs> it, 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 it's just all of this i spent so much as just going 
what? And <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Literally, my notes at this part just say, why is this happening? <laughs> like the whole movie. Why? <laughs> fair. <laughs> fair, fair question that has no answer. Sadly, no. There is no. Uh, I wish no we could answer here. that, but we can't, unfortunately. Only uh, madness lies. Yeah. Within. So uh, he learned why they called him Blood Diamonds. Yes. Yes. That, that was, was a good a, line. Yes, it was. <laughs> I learned that Notable. day why they called them Blood Diamonds. Because of the blood. Um. <laughs> uh, good lord. Uh, oh, and they talk about. Uh, the one guy says something like, uh, what, you don't even care if you live anymore? And he, he says, and I wrote this down as a one-liner, let's just say I've had a good meal and I'm not hungry anymore. <laughs> I think that was the best line. Yeah, that, that, was, that was pretty good. I wrote good. that one down too. Yes, yes. The time he took to deliver it too, yeah. like he knew. This he is was like this, this is, is the big he really line. made a meal out of that line. <laughs> hey. Hey. Yeah. Uh that yeah, that was like this is the one people are gonna remember. They're gonna play this one at a watch. <laughs> <laughs> and Nicolas Cage for Kill Chain. Uh no. That one's that one's for my real. <laughs> <laughs> that one goes Nicolas Cage is real. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you guys want to see my reel? Uh... I, yes, Nicolas Cage. I would love to see your reel. <laughs> I love the idea of like a major decades-long movie star having a reel that he sends around. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know, Nick. I've seen these movies. Like, <laughs> oh, Wait for this scene from Face Off. Um, so, uh, they, yeah. So in the middle of this conversation now, I don't quite understand why, but Renata feels this is a time to just open fire. Well, there's a setup to this line because the hitmen are like, so you're telling us this to try and convince us to uh, to turn on one another, basically? And he's like, oh, no, this isn't for you. It's for... the." The per I, I don't remember the specific whoever's line. watching or something, or like, something that. like that oh. and then she and then she starts shooting them because he's like trying to bribe with like diamonds or whatever right mm -hmm. right right yeah yes yes okay yeah you're right that that does man that's there like... is a setup i it's watched bad, this this morning and i've already forgotten most clear. of this movie <laughs> <laughs> watch this less than like 12 hours ago and uh yeah. i've already forgotten large swaths of it um so yeah, so they so she starts shooting. Cage grabs a shotgun and starts taking people out. You get that mm -hmm. whole you get this whole scene, yeah, where they're walking around the second floor of the place and there's these hanging sheets and he and mm -hmm. he and the curious assassin. I don't quite know why he's called the curious assassin. Because uh, he's, he's the one who's like, he I'll hear your story. story. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's see where this is going. Um so uh <laughs> They uh, in and he sh ends up shooting him through one of the sheets and killing him. I guess that's great, right? Uh, Hence, the chain continues. Yes, the chain mm. continues, and then we get this scene where the other assassin, who doesn't get a title like these, the the ones we've been talking about, he has <laughs> he's taken the gun, the revolver from Nicolas Cage that Nicolas Cage yes. took from the brace face teenager. Oh. 
god, uh, this part. Well, and it's so. It's, oh, that is from that guy. Oh, that makes this weirder. It makes that makes this so much weirder. Even weirder. So he's got that gun, and Renata only has a knife. So it's like, oh, it's the classic, like you brought a knife to a gunfight kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Except when he tries to shoot her, the gun backfires, and and parts of it jam into his eye, <laughs> and. I, I I I backed it up like three four times because I was trying to see did she do something? Yeah, I was like, what happened? Because I thought How, oh. his eye was immediately swollen. Yeah, and I just but no, it's just, and then it's later. Nicholas Cage goes, only an amateur would fire a gun he hadn't checked beforehand or whatever. Like, so like, how did you know? Yeah, that's or did see, he I, do something to it? unclear <laughs> unclear because that's what i thought it's like oh well he took the gun from nick cage so nick cage knew he was gonna take the gun or something yeah but it wasn't but if it's Cage's from gun. the other hit man no it's yeah that doesn't make any sense he it's just the idea yeah. that 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 young guy what didn't take Brace care me. of the gun he didn't clean the barrel so it was back to i don't know I th- I, for a second i thought oh did she throw the knife into the barrel of the gun that would have been kind of cool that would have been yeah cool. yeah yeah and then it backfired no, no it's just no. you gotta love when it's just pure luck that saves <laughs> the, the main character John, this movie isn't going to give agency to a woman. That doesn't make <laughs> well, any sense. But then sense. she goes and slits his throat. Yes, yes, Don't that's true. That. Well, because I, I thought yeah, I thought I, that was just going to kill him. No, now he's running around. He's got this thing in his eye, and then yeah, she cuts his throat open. <laughs> oh, like boy. so brutal. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. And then after all this, Cage goes, "All right, here's the diamonds you want." And, and I, then the most awkward kiss of all time. Oh my and, god, yeah. Uh I wrote it was this I don't remember this want. kiss. <laughs> kissed again. They kissed again and she's completely and covered terrible. like head to toe covered in blood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And he's like, "All right, now I'm up for it. Now that you're covered in blood. <laughs> let's go." Uh Yeah, uh Oh, who's still alive that he says when girls... Oh! The guy from the beginning. The guy from the beginning who we find out that the (laughs) old sniper was in a hotel room at this hotel from the start of the movie, which I'm not quite sure how satisfying they think this is supposed to be that we're like, oh, we've begun... We've just all gone in a circle back to where the thing started. But so, yeah, okay. Enrico Colantoni is shot but still alive when we find him here. This does bring up an interesting question because he was set up to be killed. So the location is basically it doesn't matter where he's set up to be killed. Right. He's just set up to be killed somewhere. It just happens to be outside where the plot of this movie is happening, right? Nicholas Cage's hotel, yeah. Unless is it implying that Nicolas Cage set him up to die? Is Maybe. that what it's implying? The movie never confirms that, though. Right. Well, no, I think it de- it does because he said that that guy mm-hmm. had let um Which, let them 
kill which all is, the girls. Which is he also was involved in that. really bad storytelling from like having where it's like that they like zoom out and yeah. he was there and it's like come on. But it's also like well <laughs> that's that. not really like for like the big finishing thing that Cage is going to kill him. He should be the person that killed the girls, right? It's it's it doesn't yeah. have much impact that it was just a guy witness to it, like because uh, because he goes yeah, the guy who actually lit them on fire dies at the beginning of the movie because it's Sanchez who does it. right. Yeah. Oh. The, which has, Nicholas Cage Why? has nothing to <laughs> I do. I didn't with. even realize that. He's the first person who dies in this movie, and he's the most culpable in the ch- in the murder of I the th- children. Yeah, I know that because because oh. uh, Nicholas Cage or uh, Enrico Colantoni who's dying goes, "Hey, I didn't kill those girls," and Cage is like, "You didn't do anything to stop it either." You got me there. Uh, and uh, and uh, he gets the the last line here where he says. Uh, uh, what do you want me to say? Anything other than fuck you? <laughs> yeah. Sure. And then yeah. Cage Cage mm-hmm. shoots him. The best you could do. And I guess that's I. Once again, it's like great. You got your vengeance on the guy who was with the guy. That... Then doesn't he call his daughter? Yes. Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like what's that gonna what's that convo gonna I sound know, like that, well, let's find out in the sequel I ha- that was so random at the end of the movie because the whole end of the movie is like cage goes well because he sends he said tells renata to go but he goes i can't leave just yet i've got some loose ends to tie up he goes into the room shoots and also the screenwriter yeah. saying that hold on yeah. uh <laughs> hang on nicholas cage has more things to do it says in the screenplay um <laughs> he goes and shoots enrico colin tony out of yeah. vengeance I guess. Uh, and then, yeah, then we get this scene where he's he walks outside and he's trying to be all badass. And yeah, then he pulls out a phone and dials the number for Colin Tony's daughter. And then the movie just stops. And I don't, Are I don't know what that's meant to think. That, that the daughter imp- set him up. That, <laughs> Are they implying that Nicolas Cage is replacing his own? lost daughter with this other man's daughter who he just oh, murdered. Oh, I like that. T- I mean, I don't like that, but I do <laughs> kind of love that insanity. that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, is that the point? Maybe. Like, he's like, I'll take care of yeah. you. It's your new A papa! Uh, <laughs> I think he's gonna be like, Papa Spider! <laughs> don't worry, spiders got Daddy you! Daddy Long Legs! <laughs> Daddy long legs. Daddy long legs. Yes. It's right there. Yes. Oh, yeah. I have. I have no idea what that ending meant, and I don't think the person who made this movie does either. Um, no, they didn't know how to end the chain, so they just <laughs> yeah. They, they just had him call off. a random person. Oh my god. Well, that's that's so the weird. plot of Kill Chain. Uh, sure is. We yeah. we got wow. through. We that. made it. Yeah, I yeah. will say so, the uh, a, a very few notes I actually wrote down for that movie because I was mostly confused throughout the film. Yeah. Baffling. So yeah, I didn't really. Yeah, there wasn't, and and there isn't a lot of detail to be had in there. But uh, yeah. but as you know, uh, every uh, every week on the show, Lisman, I do try to find the strangest IMDb reviews I can for these movies, and uh, mm-hmm. this is this is a, a rare one where I did not find one particularly insane review i am just going to read you the only four 10 star reviews on imdb for this because they're all very short and strange great so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go through yeah the four that we have here so these are all 10 10 out of 10 star ratings for this movie 
Um, this first one comes from Christina Alves Fiera, uh, Ferreira. Uh, and, and the title of the review is Good Movie. Annabelle Acosta is great in this movie. I really liked her performance. The movie was a little all over the place, but kept me entertained. <laughs> Uh, this one comes ten from out of ten. ten Perfect. Out, ten out no of ten. Notes. Ten out of ten stars. What? These are all ten. Yeah, these are all ten Described out of ten. Described it as all over the place and then gave it ten stars. Yes. Okay. Yeah. People do this a lot where they go like, "Eh, the plot wasn't good, but ten out of ten. What? <laughs> I love I love those reviews where they actually do criticize yeah. it and go like, "Ah, but whatever, it was perfect." Uh, this one comes from uh Don uh Donum Day. Uh, and it's it's titled Another Great Movie by Mr. Cage. Uh, this was actually not low budget at all. Great story, great action, Cage doing his magic. Definitely not a five star movie. It's as good as most action movies that get released in theaters. Uh, ten out of ten stars on that what? one. Don't agree with that whatsoever. Uh, not one single thing. <laughs> yeah. No, across yeah. the board, uh, uh, completely inaccurate there. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's see. This next one is from Eli Elvis, and it's simply titled "Excellent!" Exclamation point. I can't mm -hmm. praise this film enough. Not your typical Hollywood crap. Surprisingly, Cage is acting again. Solid characters, world building, story, and filmmaking. Look forward to more from this filmmaker. Ten out of ten stars. I don't. <laughs> I love surprisingly Cage's acting. The man has the, so funny. The man appears in like three to four movies a year. What? When is he, yeah. when is he not acting? Uh, I think they're implying that he's usually on autopilot, which, as we've discussed before, is never the case. It uh, no, it, he's he's very he's very quick to tell you he never phones it in. You understand me? Also, he, what world building are they referring to? <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know. This is not John Wick or something it like that. In, it all took place in one hotel. Yeah, it's actually quite the opposite of world building. Uh, it's <laughs> uh, and then finally we have uh, the shortest and also my favorite review. This comes to us from uh, Mohammed ninety four Zaki, uh, and it's titled "Excellent Movie," and it simply says, "Excellent movie, excellent actor." Parentheses, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> he was he was short and he, sweet. He wanted to make sure no one was confused about which actor he was calling excellent. So excellent actor. There was right. one excellent actor, specifically Nicholas Cage. Uh, yeah, and ten out of ten stars. So those, I thought, yeah, that was one where I'm like, I can't choose any one of these. These are all weird and short. So um, yeah. But of course, uh, it, it wouldn't be an episode of the Action Shelf without us hearing from our good friend Bruce Winning over on Amazon.com mm -hmm. user reviews. For it's time for another segment of the Winning Opinion. All right, uh, Bruce did catch this uh, this one. He doesn't always watch the same movies we do, but this time he did. And so this is Bruce's review of Kill Chain, and it is titled "This Is the Shooting I Like." Uh, <laughs> Off to a great start right from there. Okay. Uh, I saw that it was Nicolas Cage and was discouraged. I watched anyway and was glad. Now I will not hesitate with Nick or Art House films. <laughs> Just the idea that he considers, he considers this an Art House film really got me. Um, uh, the story is different and interesting. This one was the first in the recommendations row. The Amazon Prime Video Robot gets me. 
five out of oh five stars. Literally called it a robot. <laughs> yeah, and it oh, it gets him, man. It really gets the him. The plot thickens, and we need to remember, <laughs> Lisman, for future references, that this is the shooting he likes. This so, is the shooting he likes. We okay, can, we can only get more movies with shooting like this. Um, okay, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Pretty yeah. standard shooting. Actually, something I, I jumped to the reviews there because I was quick to, but uh, quickly, I think I think it's pretty. I mean, the kill of the movie's got to be the gun exploding in the guy's face, right? It's the only thing that's remotely coupled, interesting. Coupled with the slit. Yeah, I yeah. mean the the mean lady got stabbed like a hundred times <laughs> and did. then it just cuts to Nicolas Cage and he's kind of just scratching his beard like hmm like Ooh. no reaction from him he's yes. like yeah this this yeah. seemed right yet another <laughs> stabbing in my presence I see like, uh, mm-hmm. so many stabs it was um, a lot of yeah, stabs it's gotta be the other guy it's the only thing it, it, in fact I was watching the movie going oh, there really aren't any interesting kills and then that happened I went okay it wait there the you go it's the most baffling kill for sure yeah, yeah. It's, yes. it raises a lot of questions it's the one we'll remember come when we actually pick our favorites of the year i don't think this has a chance but it it will be the one that actually i think we can recall now the big question is though what is the one-liner of this movie because they're not there aren't a lot Mm. of good ones but there are a few in the movie uh Mm -hmm. we start out with uh nicholas cage said you should have come in we've got free wi-fi at the start um Then we've got whoever. We never do get an answer to who's on the phone with Enrico Colantoni. Nope. Whoever that is that set him up that he's talking to. Um, but he does say, when he says he set him up for death, he says, you're past your sell-by date. Because uh, it's not Nick Cage, right? It's definitely not Nick. Cage. Well, no, Cage it's, I mean, it's not Nicolas Cage's voice. We'd know that instantly. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I, I have no idea. It makes sense, though, as we were putting that together, that it would be Nicolas Cage who set him up to get killed. But the movie right. never confirms that. No. So weird. I think it just happened. How did he know that he was up there? There's a lot. And how did he know there's he was lot, still alive? A lot of happenstance in this movie. A lot of coincidence. <laughs> okay. um, right. Sorry. We, we, yeah. yeah. Didn't mean to derail. Uh, that, when Nicholas Cage asked Renata why she stabbed the 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 very bad woman uh, instead of uh, shooting her because she had a gun. Renata says, uh-huh. uh, I just got to the knife first. Uh, yeah, sure. And then uh, when they, uh, when the bad guys are saying, you don't seem like you care if you die, Nicholas Cage says, let's just say I've had a good meal and I'm not hungry anymore. Uh, I mean. Yeah, that's tough. And then finally it was. It's got to uh, be. What do you want me to say oh, other than fuck you is the last one. But no, I agree. <laughs> it's got it. Which that one's pretty good. I think if, if not yeah. for the meal line, that would have won. But uh, yeah. I think let's just say I've had a good meal and I'm not hungry anymore is clearly the one-liner of the movie. I think so. It was and, such a so. meal. Yeah. It was yeah. such a meal and delivered and by Cage. now we're not hungry anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. This movie really satiated my need for one-liners. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, we, we were uh, less than thrilled with this movie, so we're going to do, as we always do, we're going to fire up our uh, patented handy-dandy action movie title generator and uh try to uh come up with our own uh plot for uh an action movie here uh so i'm gonna Mm -hmm. hit the randomizer here now uh, what are the parameters we're putting on this obviously this new movie we're creating stars nicholas cage uh that's a given um Mm. let's see here uh uh hmm he owns a different establishment Okay, he owns it. So he doesn't own a hotel. It's a different boring job. <laughs> yeah, it's a different boring job. Yes. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a different boring job. This time he owns what other kind of establishment could he own? Uh, uh, he owns a nail salon. Ooh, a nail salon. Nicholas Cage owns a nail salon. And mm. uh, uh, <laughs> here we go. The, he owns a nail salon in, because this title gives us a location, Mad Cop Village. <laughs> the local nail salon in Mad Cop, Mad Cop Village. <laughs> oh no, it's Mad Cop Village. Um, oh my god. So, the, okay. Is it a salon for cops? Yeah, well, okay. I think okay. Nicolas Cage used to be a cop and now owns a yeah. nail salon in a town uh -huh. yes. almost exclusively of cops and mad ones at that. Uh, mm. Okay. Now, are, they, are they insane or are they very angry cops? Maybe both. Yeah, it's there you go. Multi, yeah, it's, They're it's mad at how insane they are. Um, yeah. yeah. They keep committing crimes and then they have to arrest themselves because they're also the police <laughs> and it's frustrating it's, it's cyclical it's, you know? it's a right. cyclical system of... and so sometimes you just need a spa day yeah and so in those moments they go and get a mani pedi uh, what at is Nicholas that? Cage's... what's his establishment called it's called Ooh. Uh, Ooh. oh jeez mm. there's gotta be some kind of cop related pun. pun isn't there there's gotta uh, be. Manny... Something with files. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, oh, that's way better uh, than uh, Case files. Case, I don't know. Case, yeah. case files is not bad. Case mm -hmm. files. It's not quite there. No, but, but if files. we can't stay here all night trying to think of one as much as I wish we could. <laughs> we'll all think of one in the middle of yes, the night. Yes, yes. It's, it's <laughs> not going to be, ah, that's it, you know? Uh, but, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> So there's got it similar to this movie. A situation is resolving itself inside the nail salon, right? The, right. Oh, the maybe the the one sane cop in town is being hunted and takes mm -hmm. refuge. And he takes refuge. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're they're all so mad. They're they're insane, and they're so mad. This guy's not insane. <laughs> Why isn't he crazy like us? He's making us all look bad. <laughs> <laughs> so so does uh does nick cage use his m manicure uh, pedicure skills to diffuse uh violent situations i think so or is that what we're like i think believe? so yeah this, this like aromatherapy and stuff. yeah <laughs> he's got like or does candles. he like use the the nail files like as weapons oh he definitely throws a nail file into someone at some point that... and he like you know how people in action movies do the thing with the beer bottle yeah <laughs> oh yeah they, they break a bottle break it, but it's like a nail polish bottle so it's like that <laughs> oh <laughs> don't anybody Stay get me back. closer come on i swear to god i'll use this uh when he like, like throws acetone on somebody there, there you go ah, and you get okay. somebody with the yeah, ah, yeah. It's, like it, lots of things could become weapons totally yeah you can think you <laughs> get violent in a nail salon uh <laughs> is he the same character he's also he's also a, a rania uh or is it like his name is a spanish word for something else oh there you go there you go Ooh, that would be uh yeah. he's uh, like biblioteca <laughs> <laughs> he's 
Hines, the library? They call they call me the library because I know everything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's extremely well read. Uh, <laughs> it's me, La Biblioteca. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, can I run a name of a of a salon by you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Manny Petty Wagon? Is that something? <laughs> Man, jumping to the, the very old timey term of a paddy wagon. Uh I love it. I love it. Anything? I don't know, man. Petty wagon. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it, uh, it makes less sense, and therefore I enjoy it more. Um, yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something that a mad cop would come up with. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, so yeah, so that's uh, Mad Cop Village coming soon to your uh, just your, one of the best. This is one of the best titles our generator has ever come well our with, generator but... has expanded with some new titles now so uh, excellent because we were we were starting to come up realize there were only so many words in the generator so we've uh we've yeah. upgraded it a little bit here and and, and yeah. expanded yeah. so so we can get some better mm -hmm. titles all right well that we watched uh kill chain this week next week we july cage match continues with mm. uh, a film called stolen stolen Ooh. stolen um is that like taken i think it's in the, <laughs> i yeah. hope so yeah I hope so. yeah i i uh, no spoilers but maybe his teenage daughter is stolen in it uh, <laughs> oh boy wow um but uh listen i will as always ask would you like to hear the tagline for next week's movie yeah never steal from the world's greatest thief stolen Okay. Well, it sounds like it sets up the plot of the movie. It's better yeah. than a lot of the taglines we hear. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Nicholas Cage uh, is uh, is back, and 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 Lisbon, you'll be happy to know he is holding a Desert Eagle on the poster. The most excellent. The most ridiculous the handgun gun. ever made, which we're obsessed yeah. with on this show because it's such a stupid <laughs> gun. So, uh, stupid. <laughs> so yes, that. Uh, that that will be next week on the show, and our good friend Elizabeth Alley will be joining us for that episode. So, uh, Clara, oh, cool. thank you for suffering through yet another action shelf movie. Thank <laughs> you so, so much. <laughs> it was very fun. I'm glad. I'm glad you. Yeah, it, it, it's it's nice yeah. to have some civilians, some normal people on the show every once in a while to balance out how jaded Lisbon and I have become, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. because we're it's profoundly broken men. Um, yes. So yes, uh, yeah. Uh, Yes, but that's going to do it for this week's episode of The Action Shelf. I'm John Campbell. I'm Michael Lisman. Till next week, get yourself some action. The Action Shelf. The Action Shelf is part of the Panel Up Podcast Network. Remember to follow us on social media. We're at Action Shelf Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And you can email us at actionshelfpod at gmail.com. Of course, you can also support the entire network by heading over to patreon.com slash panelup to get cool, exclusive bonus content. The Action Show.